Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It is the Mike Kelter Show. Galvin Spanish, Gio, Carmen in studio. Mike Kelter today up in New York. Sweet Adam. Ask him how WrestleMania was. <laughs> We're not sure if he went. Did you see where he did go? I saw he, he and Ben Swig are both up there. Oh, yeah. They went to a Broadway show with Brian Cranston? Oh, is that? I didn't see that part. I saw that they were together. Yeah, I guess they were at a Broadway show that Brian Cranston is in because they were like in the second or third row, and there was a picture of Brian Cranston. Looked like he was like ten feet away. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I don't know what uh, I don't know what show he's in. What he's doing up there? Either do I. Yeah. But they're like, oh, two men taking the theater or something. I th- was on Ben Swig's. Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. Is your? It's called Network on Broadway, starring Brian Cranston. Hmm. Final extensions through Janaith if you guys want me to get you tickets. Oh, okay. Let's see what happens. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, so are they in love happens. now? Or is Mike and uh, Ben, are they in love? They went on vacation together. They went on vacation. Yeah. Now they're up in New York together? I guess. Oh, was this some kind of romantic getaway that Mike was saying he had business for, and really he was just going to have a romantic weekend with Swig? If I was, if uh, Ben was funny, I would be worried, but he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's not, so I don't have to worry about it. No, I actually like, uh, yeah. Ben's very nice. I like Ben a lot. He's cool. He's a cool guy. He, we had fun on the uh, cruise. It was so funny on the cruise because, you know, how you play telephone when you're a kid, and you're like, hey, so-and-so's mom got into a car accident, and then by the time it gets back to somebody else, they're like, she was ripped apart by gorillas. Yeah. It's like, what? what? Uh, so Ben was gambling, and he won, I don't know, like 500 bucks or something, and they're like, he won $2.8 million. And you're like, what? It was on nickel slot? I don't understand how this happened. And he's like, no, I actually lost like 300 uh, oh, okay. That's, that makes a little more sense. Yeah, I didn't understand how that got so carried away. I believe Pete was involved. Yeah, so, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. I'm going to miss the cruise this year because I really enjoy gambling because I don't think I've lost once uh, since I've started gambling with you guys on the on the Mike Helta cruise. Really? So you yeah. came out ahead? Every single time. I mean, granted, the the uh, two years ago, I was only had like 30 bucks, but still, still I didn't, you know, I had 30 bucks more than what I came with. Right. So in my book, that's a win. What are you doing? Are you gambling the entire time you're there or are you uh, just like winning and then going, that's it, I'm done? Gambling the entire time I'm there and I've been switching from uh, craps to blackjack, trying to get better at blackjack yeah but i'm just i always just lose my ass in blackjack i'm pretty good at blackjack especially if i'm playing just against a dealer i try and do that a lot where i just go in and just assassinate the dealer and get out yeah as soon as anybody else walks up to the table i'm like that killer me up let's go i'm done so my question then becomes are you game how are you betting because i think i'm betting too small because when i win i'm just winning you know minimal stuff and then i end up losing more than i win here's the thing 
is it's not a perfect science. But if you go by the book of what you're supposed to do and you know if they're showing this, you should do this. If they're, you know, whatever, what you should bet. But also, if you get a couple hands, start betting bigger. Yeah. You win a couple hands in a row, start betting bigger because the cards are coming in your favor there. That could wind up biting you in the ass. Yeah, but I'd rather bet big, yeah. But a lot of the time that works out for you. Because I'm losing anyways every time I play, but I want to be good at it. And just try and hit them and get out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you get in there the first night and you're up 500 bucks, stop gambling. (laughs) That's it? Yeah, you paid for for everything. You can drink and have fun. (laughs) That's the way you really have to do it. And I know nobody ever wants to do that because it's fun. It's fun to gamble. It is. It is. Yeah. The first time I played craps with Joe and Dom, I I think I was up like... 600 bucks, and then I lost the next day gambling. I lost 300, and I was like, all right, I think I'm done now. Winning money is so much better than earning money. Oh, it's so much better. It really is. It's so much better. Why does it feel so good? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Do you gamble at all? No, I'm horrible at it. I I wish I was better. I always lose my ass. I'm like the mush from Goodfellas. Do you know why you lose? Because of your attitude. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it's true. People like to, people that do that all the time, they're like, oh, I always lose. You lose because you think you're going to lose. Yeah, every time I try, I don't come out on top ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, good that's luck. Good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have, have fun. So that's why I booked a trip to Vegas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have fun in Vegas. Jeez. This is your first time going. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah? excited. That'll be fun. Why are you going? Just uh, My cousin, he was going with his wife, and he had like a free room and stuff. So he's like, hey, you guys want to come too? So Yes. We're going out to Vegas in a couple months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I told him to uh, to go to one of those EDM shows while he's out there because the stages are cool and a bunch of young girls are always flashing their boobs at him. And he goes, yeah, I love my wife. So, I'm gonna- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, but there are a lot of good shows. I right. mean, there's always stuff going on out there. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, I'm just looking to go get drunk. Yeah. yeah do that at a show, though. That's, yeah. yeah, it's true. That's a place to do it. You want to get drunk? Go and sit at the bar yes. and play a quarter machine, and they'll feed you free drinks all night. See, these are the, the, the tricks awesome. that I need. Yeah. You as long I mean? as you're as long as long you're playing, you'll get free drinks. So you can just sit there and play at a slow mm-hmm. pace and play quarters. Just hang out. You know, and just play, like, video poker or whatever the hell you want to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just hang out, and you can get free drinks all yeah, night. Yeah. Like, you know, I've tried blackjack a couple times, and I just I think I just have to play it more because I'm just no good yeah, at it. Yeah, you got to get used to it. Play, it. play it online. Yeah. And so... So you figure out and you can see what you're supposed to do, where you're supposed to hit, where you're not, and all that type of stuff. That way, when you go and do it in real life, it'll be a little bit better. (laughs) One of the funniest things was, uh, so I play a lot, and uh, we were going to go. John Brennan never played blackjack in a casino. He's like, I played it a couple times online and stuff, but didn't really know. And I go, I can show you. So me and Mike and John were all going to go over. Well, it turns out something happened. Mike couldn't go. So John and I go over. And I go, do you want to play or you want to kind of watch me play a little bit? And he goes, let me watch you play first. And I said, okay, 300 bucks, sit down, $25 table. And I'm like, uh, all right, bet, lose, 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 win, lose, 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 gone. $300, just gone immediately and stuff. And I go, and that, sir, is how you play blackjack. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. It was the worst run I've ever had in my life. John played like a couple things, then we went back, and I had I had valeted my car, and I go, can I get my car back? And the girl goes, I don't even think they've parked it yet. I go, yeah, can I get my car back? I don't need jokes and stuff. I just lost my ass. Isn't this fun? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I will be going to the sports book, though. I'm like, I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to make yeah. some bets for the NFL season coming up and some Absolutely. football stuff. Yeah. That I think I'm good at. What you need to bet on is the Browns, yeah. although the odds may be I th- better now. If you jumped on before the guy like Odell Beckham and stuff, you probably could have got pretty good yeah. odds, but now right. it's, it's pretty, you know, just jumped up there. Uh, there is a show on Showtime that Mike actually told me about called Action. 
and Vegas Dave, who we've had on the show before. Yeah. It's him. It's this girl named uh, Kelly in Vegas. Uh, and a couple other people, there's like one guy who's kind of a mush, just a dumb guy, whatever. But it shows them betting on all the different games and doing the stuff. And that Vegas Dave guy, he does a bunch of social media stuff where he goes, these are my picks, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, swipe up to get them. And, so, and then you have to pay whatever it is. I don't know, $50, but it's probably more than that. But he has his locks and his picks yeah. that he does. And he says that he's, you know, winning 90% and all this stuff, which other guys go, anybody who tells you to win that much, they're lying. But he's driving around in a Bentley and a Ferrari yeah, and has serious. a nice house and all this stuff. But anyways, he shows on the computer, he goes, all right, these are the people buying it. And it's like, boop, 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 brrr, and oh. it's just going. And he's just making so much money. And he said, I mean, they show it. They show it on there. He's like, I have this pick and this pick. And they're losing. He goes, don't worry. Don't worry. Whatever. Last second they win. He's like, I told you they were going to win. Then the next one he flips over and it's like uh, halfway through and they're up by like 21 points. He goes, yeah, they got this. So he's just making so much money doing that stuff. But it's a show called Action. It's a four-part docu-series that's on, I think, Sunday nights, whatever. So the third one was on last night. Yeah, some of those guys, they know the injury reports. They know know, the weather outside. They can affect the game. There's one guy who goes... I don't watch the games. He goes, what What do I need that stress yeah. for? He goes, I just look at the numbers. I look at all the different things. He goes, I never even actually watch the really? games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, I just wait for the outcome. Man. He goes, but I know going in that this is happening. Yeah, like this quarterback got his girlfriend pregnant, and this is a problem, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. Like, they know all that stuff. It's Unreal. crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I will probably spend some money in the sports book. You should, yeah. And craps. Craps is fun. Blackjack is fun. They're all fun. If you win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never do. That's the problem. Uh, I right. have one good hot winning streak to say, okay, now I know what I'm doing. This Just is good. Just go to the EDM show and you'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> happy guy. Uh, here's a good thing for you, too. Whenever you tell people you're going, they're going to go, oh, put $20 on this. Uh, <laughs> Just let them know they lost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you lost. All right. It is uh, 7.14 a.m. on the Mike Kelta Show. Time to check in and do some news. And now, news with Galvin. On the Mike Kelta Show. I just want to tell you about good restaurants you can go to. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm down for. That's really uh, the most important thing. And they have a lot of really good restaurants out there, so you'll have fun. Uh, President Trump is skipping the White House Correspondents Dinner for the third straight year because, quote, it's boring and negative. Also, <laughs> quote, he's going to get made fun of and he doesn't want to deal with that. So he's skipping that again. Every uh, time. Uh, although I, I think, I, I don't know who's doing it this year, but get somebody funny. Get somebody good. You know they won't. Although they be... have Michelle Wolf, the, uh, uh, was last year, a couple of years where she blew up from that. Yeah, but you know? I don't know if they're going to let somebody, because wasn't there a bunch of, back, didn't she face all kinds of backlash? Oh, they were made tons saying She was too mean. Tons and... of it, but that made her more popular because people were like, oh, she's too mean. And then people who get humor are like, yeah. oh, she's funny. Right. So they wanted to watch it. And then she was getting booked on all like the political shows right. and stuff as a guest. And nobody, I mean, I really didn't know who she was before. No, she has her own, well, had her own show. I don't know if she yeah. still does on Netflix that she was doing. So good for her. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning with 62 wins. They tied the 95-96 Red Wings for the most by a team in a regular season in NHL history. Everybody seems to be afraid of the Lightning. That's crazy, though. People don't realize, you know, I don't think a lot of people realize you're probably watching one of the best teams in hockey right now. Like, yeah. Take it in because literally, you know, one other team has done that. And back it was back in the 90s. Did I tell you how bad I feel because old Jinxie went... <laughs> 
you know, we don't. It's hard to get to the games, yeah. right? Unless it's a weekend game, it's hard for us to go. So uh, the Lightning were very nice and gave me tickets, and I went over and watched them play against the Capitals, and they lost. And I'm like, well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and they come up one short of breaking the record. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oopsies. Uh, I was there, although there were some good fights and stuff. But yeah, yeah. that made me. Well, I mean, maybe good. maybe it was your wife. Maybe it wasn't you. You know. Uh, you know what? My son brought his friend, and it was her first uh, oh, his, hockey yep. game. So Bam, I'm blaming, there you go. I blame, I'll blame her. Oh, oh don't think I won't blame a teenage girl <laughs> for the Lightning losing. Oh, yeah, it totally wasn't me. Anybody going to try to get to the playoff games? I'm going to try. Yeah, me I too. I would like to, certainly, but we'll have to see when it uh, fits in and stuff. Tickets are a little uh, hard to come by. Yeah. Unless you want to shell out a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, well. How much of a fan are you? Big fan. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if they would have won whenever I was there, I'd get more tickets. We'll see what happens. Uh, WrestleMania 35 was last night. Ooh, it was a good one. I don't know. And uh, they did the Hall of Fame ceremony on Saturday. This year, the Hart Foundation was one of the inductees. And while Bret Hart was up giving his speech, he got attacked by a fan. We actually have some video. Now, the WWE Network actually cut away. Yeah. They went dark when this happened. But, of course, there's all the fans in the crowd, and they have their phones and stuff. So we did get to see it. Here is what it looked like whenever he got attacked. comes running in. He's wearing a Rastafari hat with like dread, like dreads hanging off of it and stuff. It's a white guy. And totally just tackled Bret Hart. And then of course, all the other wrestlers came over to get their licks in and beat this guy. Bret Hart, who's in his 60s. Yeah. Had a stroke. Stroke survivor. Cancer survivor. This is going on for a while. You can tell a lot of guys were getting shots, and then oh, uh, yeah. at one point, you know, Travis Brown and Ronda Rousey both jump up in the ring, and yeah. like they were like getting shots into the guy. But like, so how did he the... get to the ring? That's the most yes. amazing part, Carmen. It that's really, a, that's really a good is. point because that is unbelievable to me that you would think with all the security around that got into the ring within seconds of him getting into the ring. How did they not stop him before right. that? The way that it was set up, like normally, and you'll know better than yeah. I do, normally for the Hall of Fame, they'll have it on a stage. Yeah. And it'll be like this. This, they set up a ring in the middle and had it be that was the stage. Which is the first time I remember them doing that where they had it in the arena. Oh, as really? As far as, like, in the ring, just like a regular match. Yeah. So, but still, this is the biggest event that they do all year. I mean, this is their Super Bowl. This is huge. How they don't have enough security. Dude. And I don't know whether they travel with their own security or whether they do the venue security or what it is, but you got to think that Vince McMahon is losing his mind. Oh, yeah. Th- this happens all the time when they do like their live events on Raw and stuff. Guys have like jumped the barricades. The fans are right there. Literally, yeah. if you ever, I mean, you've been to like you yeah. know, Raw and stuff before, the barricade's right there. You can easily hop over and the ring is there if you're close enough. How it happened in this. I mean, I don't know. That's that's crazy that he got he was able to get that far, tackle the guy, and still it's 
took other wrestlers to jump in. Like, there yeah. wasn't security, really, to, to stop him. Well, I think you said it best, Galvin, earlier when you were like, you have one job. Your yeah. one job as security is yeah. to not let any fan jump over and get into the ring. <laughs> this guy got all the way to Bret Hart. Yeah, and tackled yeah. him and pulled him down. And who is the girl that's next to him? Oh, that's uh, Natalia, who is his niece, who is Jim the Anvil Nightheart's daughter. So, so he died. she tried to hold on to him. Yeah. He got pulled down. She got pulled down with him. Yeah. And Poor stuff. Man. So New York City police said that 26-year-old Zachary Madsen was arrested and faces assault and criminal trespass charges. He's the one who jumped in there and did it. And the email, the district attorney is uh, seeking someone who uh, could comment on Madsen's behalf. It wasn't immediately answered and stuff. Now, supposedly, this guy did this to uh, uh, protest the uh, female headliner thing. Like, oh, really? That, that's what I heard. Oh, is that's what? what he said was he didn't like that the females were headlining WrestleMania, and that's what he jumped in. Did you hear something different? Well, or what? I, I saw his quote. He said that now is just the right time was what he told the judge. They asked him why he did that. Oh, boy. Uh, Joey, do you have the picture? Yeah, there he is there. There's a different mugshot of him with green hair. Yeah. I heard that he does MMA. I don't know. There's a you know a lot of rumors going around yeah. of different stuff that's happening with this guy. But yeah, he had like stalking charges before. So obviously there's some yeah. problems mentally with this guy. Getting hit in the head too much. I love in the picture though that Carmen has up there. He's got a blood on the side of his head and his eye sockets look all swollen. Oh, you could see guys they were just teeing oh, off on yeah, him. I mean, he was on that in the in that big pile. I mean, you could see guys just you yeah. know wailing on him. Also, there was another video where he was being walked out in one of the wrestlers just walked up and just punched yeah. him right in the face and then walked oh, away. Yeah. Like, out of all the play, you don't want to mess with Bret Hart at this event. Yeah. Like, right. he is, you know, he's such an icon in that in that arena, so to speak, that that's the last guy you want to mess with knowing that he's, like, in his 60s oh. and he's, he's come back from cancer and a stroke and all this stuff. Plus, they're up there talking about Jim Neidhart, who just passed away. Like, mm-hmm. this, it's this emotional speech about how, you know, they're going to the Hall of Fame and he's dead, and then this jack-off jumps up and tackles him, you know, in the middle of everything. Yeah. Unbelievable. This uh, makes me think about whenever, uh, what was it, uh, oh, what was his name? The fan man who came in, Evander Holyfield, and uh, uh, I forget the other guy's name. He was an idiot. Anyways, the the boxing match where the guy came in on the parachute with the fan on his back oh, yeah. and landed yeah. inside the thing because oh. it was outside at like Caesar's Palace right. or whatever it was. Oh. Yeah, which was totally crazy. Oh, that guy got his ass. Uh, Riddick Bowe. Riddick Bowe was the other My boxer. That God. guy got his ass whipped. Like security went over it because there's no stopping that. The guy's coming in from above, you know, so there's really no Death stopping. from above. But he came in, he got kind of wrapped up in the uh, <laughs> in the oh, ring and stuff. Because no. he had a parachute with a fan on his back and doing that and they took their walkie-talkies and oh. they were just beating his face. Oh. Yeah, it was great. I want to see this kid's mugshot because, like right. we said, he was getting wailed yeah. on. You could see guys were Joe just had the video on Bone TV of what you were talking. There's this big dude who just walking next to him and crushes his face and then just walks away. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty good. The thing was, after all this happened, right there. Bret Hart gets back up and he finishes the speech. Oh, oh, did he? He goes on for another five or ten minutes. Yeah. And you see how his hair's all messed up and stuff. Oh, That sucks. You do, you know, yeah. you have your whole career. You do all the different stuff. You go through all that. Here's a uh, moment to celebrate. Right, yeah. Everyone's like. This guy ruins it. And he's kind of a fragile old man at this point. Yeah. Like he's, He makes some appearances. You can tell he's kind of, he's, he's getting up there. Right. He's on his you way know? Out, Yeah, and to, to attack that guy, yeah. it's just, you know, what a pussy. But also, everybody's talking about it where they wouldn't normally be. Yeah, <laughs> they'd be yeah. like, "Yeah, Bret Hart kind of." But uh, he didn't, ta- you know, he didn't try to tackle one of like the current superstars. Sure. Where, like, you oh know, my God, yeah, he goes after the old man who just yeah. was recovering from colon cancer and a stroke. Oh. Right. 
Uh, so that was WrestleMania 35, where both Brock Lesnar and Ronda, uh, Ronda Rousey actually both lost their uh, matches, right? Yeah. So, and the show was seven and a half hours oh, long. My it, was, it was too much. And like yeah. a complete idiot, I tried. I stayed up to the end. <laughs> like 1230 is when it finally ended. I fell asleep oh. halfway through. Did you watch the pre-show? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't get the pre-show. Okay. But I started watching at 7 o'clock, and I hung in there the whole time. So is it you and your kids all watch it together? Or? It started out that way, but slowly they go to bed because they had school and right. everything, and my wife doesn't care, so she falls asleep. <laughs> so literally it's just me by myself at 1130 at night, just <laughs> watching the clock knowing I have to get up the next day. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so stupid. And then it was kind of lackluster at the end. Like, I didn't really? feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I saw that. I'm like, oh jeez. So is uh, Becky the man the champ? The man is the champ now, ah, yes. You the guys don't the champ. know. She, <laughs> you don't know. She's the SmackDown and Raw champion. She got mm. both belts in a women take all match. Damn. Wow. That's very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Good for her. Uh, a couple in Illinois was busted for speeding going to the hospital after their one year old daughter started choking on a penny. So the girl ate a penny, started choking on it. They go, let's get her to the hospital, speeding through. The dad was arrested for going over 100 miles per hour and not having a valid driver's license. Ooh. By the time he got to the hospital, multiple police cars were following him for miles, of course. So they arrested him. But the nurses at the hospital all got together and paid the bond to get this guy out of jail. Aww. So this is a weird thing. The guy doesn't have a license. He's going over 100 miles per hour, speeding through the area to get his daughter to the hospital. The reason he's doing it is because his daughter's choking and he has to get her to the hospital. What are the police supposed to do? They, yeah, I mean, they do you don't give know. this guy a pass? No. Once they did the right out, thing. Once you find out. Do you give them a pat? Like I, I don't know. Do you escort them to the hospital though? Like, or do you tr- do you go save the girl? That's the thing. Now, if they were to have stopped, would the police have said, "We'll take her"? Boom, go. Or would they have been like, "Nope, out of the car, arrest, Ugh. go through the paperwork, whatever." Meanwhile, the girl's in the back seat choking. For down real, yeah, and doing that type of stuff. But they, so, but they also could have saved her because there was a video that circulated like last year where there was a baby choking. I remember that, yeah. And yeah. the police came and they were able to. Yeah, because like, I would imagine a lot of the police are trained with mm-hmm. you know some of that stuff, not as much as EMTs, but still be able to maybe do something. But yeah, this is this is one of those ones where you go, yeah, but sorry, you were speeding and you're yeah. driving without a license. They don't know what's going on. It's true. So they and up I don't know there. what the what kind of like red tape they have to go through if there's like body cam footage and the you know the chief sees that they saw right. and then they just let him go. Can't just go, hey, we're gonna give you a pass. Yeah. We get it, whatever, but nice on the nurses though. No pass, but if I'm that guy, I just realize okay, I'm when when I sure. finally get there, I'm going to jail. Yeah. That's just the price I'm paying right now to get my mm-hmm. daughter there. But I would have stopped because like you said, the police could have somebody knows the Heimlich maneuver. Yes, but what if they would have just said, uh, we don't want to hear it, you're under yeah. arrest. You yeah. Know? And when you're in a panic like that and all you thinking is like I have to say Save my daughter. I have to save my child. Get her to the hospital. The la- you know, like you're not thinking like let's stop. And or really, the- I think the big thing is uh, here. Don't feed your kid pennies. <laughs> right? Like that's oh, yeah. that's a bad <laughs> one year old. I mean, when they're five, fine. Give them some pennies and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But one years old, they oh, should eating pennies. <laughs> uh, speaking of being bad with children, a Louisiana daycare center had ha- as its uh, license revoked after four toddlers. Somehow got loose, and a driver spotted them near a, near a local highway. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, Louisiana Department of Education revoked the license of Color Wheel Learning Center after receiving a report on March 22nd about the escape. Daycare staff had no explanation how the one-year-olds, four of them, got out of the oh. play yard and ended up outside a fence near a highway. The passerby who uh, saw the kids stopped and got them, gathered them together, and took them back to the daycare <laughs> 
easily could have just took off with four kids. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Some creepo that wanted yeah. to steal kids and stuff. Also, easily a semi comes by. They uh, walk out onto the road, yeah. you know, their highway and stuff. I just imagine, you know how you, like, go outside and you see a bunch of ducklings, you know, like, in the grass? Right. I just imagine it was just a bunch of toddlers like that in the grass. You're like, what is this? Yeah, by the way, security, WWE, you have one job. Daycare, yeah. you have one job. <laughs> right. Your job is to take care of the kids. That's it. That's all you're supposed to do. Everything else is gravy. Make sure you take care of the kids. Uh, hey, also, probably don't build a daycare right next to a highway. Yeah. Uh, what I don't is know. This? What is it? I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, I have really great ideas. Maybe nobody <laughs> thought of that. That's unbelievable to me. When, when my son was about a year old, he was still crawling, and he escaped our house. Really? He escaped How? the house. Well, what happened? Because so my wife had just gotten home, and we had gone into the bedroom, and he was like right there in the living room, or so we thought. And I guess the front door was cracked open. He pulled the front <gasps> door open and crawled out. And we are we are probably in the bedroom, maybe two or three minutes tops. And I walk out, and I go, Where, "Where's Where's James?" And we're looking like, and we start freaking out, and we realize he's outside. We live by a lake. I'm thinking, "Oh my god, he's oh. in the lake." So I run down. I run down by the lake, and I'm worried, like calling his name and stuff. He had crawled up a flight of stairs. Oh my god! And he was sitting upstairs and just just hanging out. But he, it was it happened that quick. Like literally, she went to the bedroom to change. I walked in to talk to her for a second, and he was like playing, watching TV. And at, in that in that time, he went and pulled the door open and just walked. You know, oh. crawled right out the, the house. No way! Oh yeah. god, that gives me so much. Anxiety. I'm a horrible parent. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes. Sounds like it. <laughs> Uh, you don't even let them watch WWE. <laughs> Snake hunters this week captured the largest python ever found in the Florida Everglades. The pregnant female weighed 140 pounds, measuring more than 17 feet long. We yeah. have a picture up on Bone TV. So Check this this, out. this just proves that like uh, this is the the biggest one they've ever spotted and caught, quote unquote. But I imagine that that there now there are thirty foot snakes out there that we just haven't seen yet. Sure, this deep is the, in the Everglades. This is the biggest one that they've captured in the Everglades. Okay, and it was pregnant. By the way, they found uh. it to be carrying seventy three eggs. Uh, it's a huge snake. It's seventeen feet long. Although the largest python ever recorded was twenty five feet, tipping the scales at three hundred and fifty pounds. It's- this is anaconda for real. <laughs> like, uh, do you follow any uh, stuff on Twitter? Like. Uh, Wild animal stuff for this. I I follow some of those, and there was, I don't even know where it was, in the water, this giant python. It was so big, it looked like it was fake. It was Uh, unbelievable how big the thing was. When I first saw the story, I thought it was from last year, because I feel like last year they said they found the biggest, and I realized, no, this is the biggest, this has beat the previous uh, record from the year prior. Well, they say that the Everglades is just filled yeah. with pythons yeah, because people mm-hmm. like let them go or whatever, and they just, they're mating and, you know. And there's no natural predators for pythons in the Everglades, so that's why they're getting, th- th- there has to be 40-foot snakes out there, you gotta yeah. imagine. Yeah. But, so what, just grow and grow. but what could you do? Like, what could you put out there to... Kill like, a kill those? snake? I yeah. don't know. I don't know, but do you want to let that go wild? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, whatever you're doing, you know, spider after the fly type yeah. thing, whatever, whatever it is that's going to kill a 17-foot long python, do you want that out there also? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I All I can think is that eventually these snakes are going to get so big, right, they're going to start migrating out of the Everglades into places that are, you know, new developments are being built. Sure. And, uh, where the Walt Disney World is out there. These snakes are moving out there. Once they, once they build a Walmart in the Everglades, oh that pushes God. all the pythons out of the oh. city. 
Good luck with that, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 34-year-old guy named Casey Lewis bonded out of a jail in Fort Pierce, Florida last Thursday, and he was busted uh, after he was busted for shoplifting at a Walmart. He then got arrested again 15 minutes later for breaking into cars in the jail's parking lot. He walked around pulling on door handles looking for cars that were unlocked, and he finally found one. He stole $547 in cash from a woman's car along with her iPhone, debit card, license, and four packs of cigarette. Oh, she's a party. <laughs> Cops happened to see him tugging on door handles and confronted him. Then they brought him back inside and booked him again. For burglary, grand theft, and possession of stolen property. And if this uh, sounds familiar, it's because another guy in Florida did the same thing at a jail right here near Tampa in November. So people just getting out of jail, going to the parking lot, stealing stuff out of the cars in the jail parking lot. I mean, you figure, you know, I'm going to go to jail anyways. Why not? I mean, but he just got out of jail. Yeah. How else are you supposed to get home from jail if you don't have a phone to get an Uber? You don't have any cash. Yeah. You gotta, you know, you gotta restock your supply before you can do anything. I don't know. Maybe walk down the street though. <laughs> I gotta right. tell you, I read these stories. These stories bring me so much joy because no matter how many bad decisions I feel like I've made in my life, <laughs> yeah. like ah, uh, at least I'm not this idiot. Uh, we have a picture of the uh, Florida guy. There he is. Uh, <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> uh, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Out there and, uh, His forehead is so dirty, man. Yeah. So that's a dumb criminal. Here's a dumb cop for you. A cop in Michigan volunteered to be part of a demonstration at a breathalyzer training seminar. <laughs> Turned out he was legally drunk. <laughs> yeah, not a, great, yeah. not a great idea. We have the uh, story up on Bone TV. Check this out. Here we go. The Detroit police officer was in Lansing with his partner to participate in training by Michigan State Police on the use of a breathalyzer. And at one point, we're told he volunteered for a demonstration, perhaps not realizing that was a poor decision because he was drunk. <laughs> this is a Michigan State Police training. Uh, he blew a .08. Oh, yes. Certainly, that's a problem. It's a problem for me and maybe a problem on how it was handled after that. This happened yesterday, and because he did not have his gun on him and didn't drive there, his partner did. Michigan State Police say the officer was not arrested, but he was told the obvious. He cannot be intoxicated in police training. And Detroit Police Chief James Craig said he's getting to the bottom of this problem and any other internal issues, no matter how deep they go. So he didn't get arrested because he was he didn't have his uh, gun on him at the time, and he didn't drive to the session. Right, so it was... Yeah. Uh, I see no problem here. What yeah. Well, because you got to think you're just really showing that the breathalyzer yeah. test works. Yes. <laughs> okay. I get that. I understand that. But also, you're being trained right. on something and you're drunk at the time. No, he's he was there for training. It was a training class. I don't think he was being trained. I think he was doing the training. No, 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 no. He volunteered. He was learning. He was sitting in the audience hey. learning about this <laughs> as a police officer. <laughs> and they said, anybody... Anybody want to come up and blow into the breathalyzer? Yeah. He, me, me. yeah, who had been drinking that day, thought, yeah, I'll do it. I'll up there, and then blew a .08, which had he been driving is legally over the limit and stuff. So he was not arrested for that during the training session. The matter was turned over to the Detroit police. I so. wish I could have seen the look on his face when they read the breathalyzer, and they were like, what? Yeah. He's like, what? Oh, no. No, that's right. I've been drinking earlier. Yeah. I forgot. My only other you. real question is, because uh, this happened to me when I got uh, my DUI, which was a reckless driving, but there was a person that came to class, and you have to do the breathalyzer at the beginning of class, and they had drank the night before, oh. and when they blew, it still showed that they were drunk, but 
I guess legally she was still drunk, but she didn't drive and they didn't arrest her. She has to redo the class, but but I well, wonder yeah, if that's she what wasn't he did. allowed like, to do that class. Maybe he was drinking the night before. Maybe he wasn't drinking that day and was still hungover. And you know, I don't know to blow a point oh eight though. That's quite a bit. Was because, a lot of booze the night before. Yeah, yeah. Depending on when he stopped drinking and stuff, but still. You gotta like. What are you even volunteering for? Because you're just loose enough to, yeah. you know, yeah. swinging from the hip, baby. Yeah, that's not like fun. Just <laughs> <laughs> trying to give a proper demonstration of how these things work. That's all. Yeah. I'm just excited to be involved, man. <laughs> so Charmin, you know the uh, toilet paper Charmin. They are now selling a massive roll of toilet paper called the Forever Roll oh, that lasts a month. They actually tested the idea last year under the name Freedom Roll, but now they're calling it Forever Roll. The roll can be purchased in two sizes, one user, which is 8.7-inch diameter, or multi-user, which is 12 inches in oh, diameter. It's so large that it actually needs its own special toilet paper holder. <laughs> the toilet paper system uh, has a uh, money-back guarantee, oh. uh, according to Charmin's website. If you're interested in one of the massive rolls, the uh, wall-mount starter kit options are currently out of stock, but the freestanding starter kit is up for grabs for twenty nine ninety seven. The standalone rolls cost nine ninety nine, and the stand is twenty nine ninety nine. We actually have a picture of it up on Bone TV. There, oh Look. yeah, giant roll of toilet paper. Industrial. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. So when I lived in Tallahassee, I lived with a couple guys, and we were all broke. Yeah. And we worked at the sports bar. And they would have those giant rolls of toilet paper. Yeah, the commercial ones. Yeah, the big ones. And we would steal them all the time and take them home so we didn't have to buy toilet paper. So we would have the big, like, spare tire size rolls. Yeah. And we had, like, a bunch of them, four or five of them stacked up in our bathroom. yeah. Because we never, you know, Eh. having to buy toilet paper, that's just one more thing you have to purchase. Right, yeah. And we always had those big rolls. Uh. So you'd have to, like, pick it up and (laughs) try to do one of these. And And uh, like Spanish said, those are always the worst. They really are. The cheapest, worst toilet paper. But it was so big and it was free. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah that, was, that was the move. Be- I would do the newspaper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would do. Would any of you guys do this? I would do that giant roll. It's. I'm pretty sure it's cheaper than doing like the 12 pack of the mega roll, which is usually like 30 bucks. Yeah, yeah. my bathroom isn't big enough for that stand. So well, you know, make some room in there, lady. No. Yeah, I don't know. I think <laughs> no. that's just a bit much. You just buy the big, you know. Thing and then you put it underneath your counter. If it'll save me six bucks, I'd buy the the giant mega roll. And it's a conversation starter. If you have ladies over, you're like, oh, check out my huge roll. <laughs> when you like go, that? I go to the bathroom a lot. Yeah. You go in someone's bathroom and you see they're like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if a girl's coming over and you have that, they're like, this guy's got problems. <laughs> this is this is too much toilet paper, and he lives alone. Yeah. That's a weird is? thing. Oh man. No, I don't think that's a good idea at all. Uh, I'm trying to find. They had a, uh, oh, there it is. Okay. uh, Carmen, you may be interested in this. The uh, wine, uh, boxed wine company called Frenzia Mm -hmm. is now selling mini boxed wines Mm -hmm. called Lil Franz. Have you seen these? Yep. They're like adult juice boxes, except for they hold three glasses of wine each. Perfect. We have a picture up on Bone TV. They're actually using the uh, song from the Golden Girls. They changed the lyrics up a little bit. (laughs) I thought this was pretty funny. Here is the song for the uh, adult wine boxes. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. If you threw a party, invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest 
would be for me. And the card attached would say, Thank you for being a friend. I want to thank you. Thank you for being a friend. I want to thank you. So, but my thing is, they already have these. Yeah. Not from this company, not from Franze, but like they already make. Oh, is that how you say it? Franze, yeah. But um, they already have like box wines that yeah. you can buy at gas stations that hold like three individual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, I I still think, and I know I'm not the box wine demographic, uh, <laughs> but I will say I think they're all missing a huge mark. Instead of putting the wine in boxes, if they just made little pouch pouches of wine, because you could put that in backpacks, a purse, and that you could take anywhere. I think they do, and I've seen also where they have like a glass of wine that has like a one of those seal yeah. top things. That comes off. fantastic. Also, I just saw recently, I want to say it's a cupcake wine. Oh, yeah. Is that right? Oh, yeah. That they're selling it in a can, and it's a half a bottle of wine oh. in a can that you can just drink. And do I it love that wine. Way. Yeah. Thank thank God for millennials bringing wine back. <laughs> I'm not a wine drinker. I love wine. You drink wine, wine a lot? Yeah. yeah. I will tell you this. Wine gets me different drunk than 100%. other stuff. Yeah. Wine's a, like a fun, yeah. like Lucy. Yeah. You did the perfect move <laughs> to describe wine. Carmen kind of rolled her shoulders uh-huh. and moved around. It's like a, it's like a sexy drink. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Uh-huh. And ever since I've been uh, watching Game of Thrones, they drink a lot of oh, wine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I drink when they drink. So I've been drinking a lot of wine lately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Wine drinker? No. Every once in a while, like at a dinner or something, but I yeah. would just... I wouldn't go out to a bar or something to get a, a glass of wine. Yeah, I'm not. It's fantastic, a, man. I'm not yeah. a wine guy, really. Especially good wine. Like, it, like I know that we did the wine taste test and stuff, but there's a couple of wines that uh, they have at Eddie V's that are very expensive that I've been able to try. And, I mean, it's just like a night and day difference yeah. between wine you get at Publix and over there. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Merlot that's the red that's warm, mm-hmm. right? Like the the... I, that tastes like blood to me. Yeah, there's. I don't like, like Merlot. I don't like Chianti. I'm more of a. I like a Pinot Noir, fruitier, a little more sweet. See, yeah. I like Merlot. Yeah. I don't like Cab. Cabs are too dry. Yeah, I don't like they're it. like it. Like makes me more thirsty. Oh yeah. I, yeah, yeah. So I can see that. By the way, I wanted to talk about this. So we were talking about the uh, big giant uh, python that was <laughs> captured down there. I was uh, out on the trail and I took a picture of the snake. Did you guys see that? Mm-hmm. I put on my Instagram. I put the snake in uh, Danger Noodle and. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's always people are always like, oh man, watch out and da da da, and that's a crazy snake. There's always one, at least one. Oh, it's just a racer snake. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Mister Wild yeah. Guy that knows all the snakes and stuff. <laughs> I, I don't understand that. I thank uh, you. You know what the snake is? It's still a snake. Yeah. Snake. Anytime you see a snake, a you go, ah, snake. Yeah. Yeah, I had a snake outside my house, and I put it on uh, social media and everyone's like oh that's a good snake man don't get rid of it like night no, shot its head off yeah. with a shovel <laughs> why would you keep it around dude why'd you do that it's a good oh, snake no, no 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 all i'm doing is taking a picture because i saw a snake that's it did that's- it did it make you jump did it scare you no i was i was going by and i saw, it, saw it and it had its head up like Ooh. that but i just kind of went and uh, i said oh let me go back and snap took a picture and didn't get very close to it i don't want it coming at me i, I don't care whether snakes. it's a good snake I don't want it coming at me. No I'm, such things. I'm snakes. afraid of snakes. Yeah. Like, I no. Did you have to hold it when they had all the stuff in here? No. No? Lucky no. you. Uh, a new study says the idea that one drink a day lowers the risk of stroke is just a myth. 
They made it up. They said it actually ups it 10 to 15 percent. Oh, my So God. all the people that have been drinking one drink a day thinking that you're doing a good job. Oh, no, it's good for you. It helps your heart. Nope. It actually ups your percentage of 10 to 15 percent risk of stroke. I can't be so wrong. Yeah. It why? went from good to 10 times oh, the amount. Because they man. do that all the time. Uh, red meat's terrible for you. Oh, you should only be eating red meat. This is bad for you. This chocolate's good. No, chocolate's bad. Dark chocolate's good. Mm-hmm. One glass of wine is supposed to be good for your heart. You're yeah. supposed to do yeah. one Who glass knows? of wine after you work out. Mm-hmm. There's like all these myths about. Who knows now? I uh, think those uh, vapor cigarettes, oh. like the e-cigarettes, they're going to find out those are like way worse yeah. than oh, actual yeah. tobacco. Oh, well, they said that that causes uh, popcorn lung. Popcorn lung. Yeah. Have you seen pictures of popcorn lung? Delicious. Did. <laughs> Put some salt on it. Ooh. Like cheddar. Butter. Oh, my yeah, God. be nice. It's gross. Yeah, well, I mean, it just can't be good for you. No, yeah. And I guess a lot, a lot of teenagers are doing it because it's it crazy, yeah. flavors and stuff. And you can, I was, I watched a bunch of teenagers. I went to, last time uh, I saw Avengers on an opening weekend, not the time that you took me, Gio, uh, the kids were doing it in the movie theater and just blowing it into their shirts. And the very I was like, man, they, yeah. they're doing this everywhere now. Yeah, it's like, those that's a jewel great pods. Idea. Yeah, that's what they all, all the kids want is the jewels. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't be able to tell if you're in somewhere where you could vape. They wouldn't be able to tell that you had pot. Like, what, I don't believe so. I don't, I don't even know how it works. Okay, so they have different. They have the e-cigarette, right? And you can put different things in there that are called what? What are those called? Uh, the cartridges, cartridges, flavor cartridges. Yeah. So you have like cotton candy or you have whatever. And some are refillable where you just unscrew the top and squirt the liquid in the juice. They call the juice. So then they have where you can put in like THC wax. Yeah. Or T or CBD oil. Yep. Or what? Both. Either. Yeah. 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 Do that. But then when you're blowing out, blowing it out, does it smell like pot? I don't think so. But again, I might be nose deaf to it, you know, because I'm, I'm around it so much. Yeah, it does, allegedly. and you are. Yeah. Can you tell? <laughs> yeah. You can? I can, yeah. Because I don't smoke a lot. Yeah. What if, if you have, okay, so what if you're smoking pot. Right. Geo, you hang out with him, and you're smoking a cotton candy jewel, and every time he blows, you <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, balance it. It smells like cotton candy, marijuana, a little bit. Oh, man. That sounds delicious. That does sound really, really good. Do they have that yet? Uh, do they have CBD oil or wax or whatever that has a flavor to it? Like they a, do. Ha- like, I have I I may know a friend Frankenberry pot. There's, like, uh, sorbet flavors, key lime pie. They got all kinds of flavors. Really? Allegedly, yeah. So now if you smoke that and you blow it out, it smells like key lime pie or whatever. Correct, sir. And you can get away with that. Correct. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. It's so weird, the different laws. Because right now, obviously, they have medical marijuana where you can do the different stuff. They have CBD oil. I think they have capsules, and then they just pass. Now you're able to smoke. Mm -hmm. But they don't have edibles. Right. I don't think. Those aren't legal yet for medical. Mm -hmm. And they don't have where you can just use it for fun. Yeah, unfortunately. You have to have a a A license license to get it done and do that, but I I don't think the licenses are super hard to come by. If you go in and you say, I'm really stressed out or (laughs) my gallbladder's (laughs) about to fall out or something, they'll give it to you or whatever. But uh, it's the same as like uh, for gambling. Like the Hard Rock has all the different stuff, except for they don't have roulette. Yeah. You can have everything else, but you can't have roulette. They have electronic roulette. 
They just don't have an actual roulette table. table. It's crazy. So weird. Yeah, and it, it, it's so funny because I remember being in high school and my parents being like, pot, it's the most worst thing in the world. Right. And now they're both retired and they're like, yeah, they should make it legal for everybody. I'm like, dude, what the <laughs> hell happened? And really, if you think about it, and people who are listening right now, think about, would you rather have your kids drinking alcohol or smoking pot or doing some sort of edible? I would rather do in the pot because I remember as a kid drinking alcohol all the terrible things that I did. Because yeah. you're binge drinking. Yeah. Right. You're putting yourself in way more risk and danger of blacking when you're driving, out. Yes. blacking out. Getting sick. Doing Hitting all your head stuff. on stuff. Yeah. I did that a lot. I don't know. It just It seems like it would be safer if they were just a little high yeah. on marijuana. Rather than giving your friend's mom sleeping pills so she can oh. go to bed early so you can get wasted on a school night. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez. Didn't do that. I was living the life. <laughs> uh, Nintendo is bringing back Punch-Out! Without Mike Tyson. Garbage. Yeah, he's, he's not cool with it. He tweeted <laughs> out, he said, her Nintendo was doing the new punch out without even contacting me. It won't be the same. My knockouts made that game. That's whack. That's yeah. 100% true. I agree. Yeah. 100% agree. Like, he can not have a punch out without Mike Tyson. That's yeah. yeah, it'd be dumb. like Donkey Kong without the big yeah. uh, gorilla. Yeah. And I think it's racist. They changed to a big white guy, I heard, too. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? So what do you think it is? They just don't want to pay him? I think because of his past. Uh, yeah. yeah. Rape's a tough one to get by. Yeah. 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 But it seems like, you know, he's kind of past that. A lot of, In a lot of people's eyes. Maybe not yeah. everyone, though. I think with kids and Nintendo, yeah. and that's your market. I think that's why. Because when he was in Punch-Out, it was before he was arrested and charged and convicted and stuff. So, Speaking of marijuana, I think he has his own brand of marijuana. Like, he actually has a growing thing where they do a whole... Box of it and stuff. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast, yeah. and he has like uh, the box of death or something yeah. like that that has all the Mike Tyson brand. And I think he's going to do a resort where you can come, and the whole thing is like yes. mar- super marijuana friendly. Yeah, they have one in uh, Denver, I believe. Or they a couple years ago, I remember seeing on Facebook they were going to open one in Denver that it was all uh, marijuana friendly, and they had like games and slides. Well, because it's stuff. completely legal out there. Yeah, yeah, for everything for you can everybody. do it. Uh, recreationally and everything. It's awesome. So it's basically a resort that kind of caters to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty interesting. Not a lot of physical activities, you know, a lot of lounging. <laughs> yeah. So you've got weed, convicted felon, uh, beating up women. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, he was good in the hangover. He but... was great in the hangover. Uh, at one point, he did say that he wanted to eat lettuce as <laughs> children. That is true. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah like a pre-fight thing. I want to eat your children. <laughs> yeah. How is this man still, like, walking? It was crazy. Because then Lennox Lewis beat oh hello hello uh, beat him and then at the end Mike Tyson was rubbing his face and said so I love weird. you I'm sorry I'm sorry I love you it was very that nice. is unfortunate it's kind of a toughie with Mario and Luigi <laughs> and Mike Tyson Mike Tyson yeah hey uh, Mike Tyson just raped me <laughs> uh, Adam Sandler was on Saturday Night Live from 1990 to 1995 but he has never hosted the show. That is going to change when he hosts on May 4th episode with musical guest Sean Mendez. I bet you that'll be pretty good. He's always funny in skits and doing stuff and if they bring back some of the ones that he used to do, Canteen Boy. That's what I'm excited for. Yeah. Is I, hope they, I hope they bring back a lot of his old stuff. The opera man that yes. he used to yes. do at the yes. weekend update. I always thought that was pretty funny. It'll probably be the highest rated SNL episode. I would imagine, so, yeah. I can't think of anybody else to be bigger than that. Uh, does he play guitar and sing a song for the opening oh, monologue? Yeah. Yeah, I 100%. would imagine. I yeah. would imagine that he'll do that for sure. Uh, and he's coming to Tampa, what is that, in August? 
I think it is. July or August, yeah. Yeah, somewhere around there. I don't know. You can check it out. He's going to be at the Amelie Arena. Would you have any interest in going to that? I don't think so. I think I kind of would, though. Just to say, I mean, but you met him before. You guys had him on the show. Yeah, which was super cool. That was really cool. And there's a great picture. We were down in Miami for the Super Bowl and uh, friends with, uh, what was his name, that played for the Raiders? That uh, used to be on and would do the football picks with us all the time. Um, yeah, Romanowski. Um, Romanowski. Yeah. And Romanowski's in some of the movies with them and stuff. And he's like, "I'll get him over here for you." <laughs> so he pulled him over, and it was him, Kevin James, and Rob Schneider all sat down with us. And there's a great picture because it's me and Mike, and I don't know if anybody else was, was. a Snoop Dogg there too. Yeah, but this particular one. So it's me and Mike, and then it's those guys sitting on the table, and there's just a Kevin huge James crowd around us. Was yeah. Kevin James there? Yeah, I said. Kevin oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm so excited. <laughs> I was here running the board when that was happening. Oh, really? the show, yeah, and I was freaking out just sitting here. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. <laughs> it was pretty cool. And then the table next to us had David Spade. And I was trying to get David Spade's attention, and I know that uh, Dennis Miller always called him Spudley. So I was going, David, David, hey, David. And he's not, because everybody's yelling at him. And I go, Spudley. And he turned around and looked at me and, like, rolled his eyes. <laughs> like, Come on. Uh, <laughs> How long had you been on the show at that point? Uh, I don't know, a while. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's the moment we are like, oh, I totally made the right choice taking yeah. this job. You know what I mean? Well, uh, I think it was like a week and a half after I got here and we went to Ireland. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. This is pretty cool. This is probably going to work out. It's pretty cool because I think one time before I went to Memphis with the radio station, and I was like, <laughs> Ireland's a little bit cooler. Uh, Mrs. Dog the Bounty Hunter, Beth Chapman, was hospitalized because she was having trouble breathing. She's resting at home. Beth is battling throat cancer for the second time since 2017. And I believe that Mike used an emergency pick and picked her up. He did. did he? Why, did you try and get in there? I tried to. Well, the thing I was, did too. I was watching that story for like two or three weeks. Well, it's funny, yeah, because it was a while ago. It was a few months ago where she they yeah. said that she was having problems, and I was thinking about picking her up, and I didn't. Exactly. Just because I'm at the point now, if you don't know how the death pool works, you have two emergency picks that you can use where you can pull Free. two people off of your list. Yeah, so you take... You know, once the first to go goes, then if you have somebody who's 98, it's like, who cares? Yeah. You get two points, whatever. So you can take them off and you get those for free. But then now, since I've used those, I have to pay $20 towards it. So now it's kind of like, do I want to pay $20 yeah. for her or not? And this and so I didn't. I was watching that story for weeks now. And I kept waiting, waiting, because I'm very new to the death pool. I'm just kind of learning how to play. Right. And I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. Then I saw the story late yesterday. I go, oh, now's the time to pull a trigger. And then I realized Mike had already paid and picked her up. Yeah. He's sneaky. And he yeah. doesn't tell us either. That's why no, I like. Because yeah. no. I saw that he picked up some country guy that I, that I don't know who the guy is. But I looked at his stuff, and he has credentials because he had some hits and everything. He picked up some former NASCAR racer as well. Uh, just recently. Just recently, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I go to the Twitter, the 1025 yeah. Deathpool Twitter to find out. And Which, that's when I saw it. I'd like to point out, makes me happy because last year I won... And I get all that money as well. So whoever wins gets all that money paid into the emergency picks. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. So not only was it the $200 each from the people, but then it was an extra probably 200 and something because of all the emergency picks that people paid into. I think Mike's already up to 50 bucks. Uh, more than that. Oh. I think he had three different ones, and it's 20 bucks per. Oh, okay. So 60 yeah. yeah. Well, unless, it's, unless it ha- just hasn't been added, it's there's only been two. Uh, emergency extra picks for money. Oh, okay. Because the pool's up to 1240 Oh, okay. Yeah, you can see it right there on the side, 1025deathpool.com. Thank you to Randy who puts that together. And she's us. like 51 years old. 
Yeah. yeah. So that's a lot of points, like 70-something points. She was, she was never on the show. He was. Yeah. And he yeah. hung up on us because he that's was right. on the hunt. That was after <laughs> yeah. he was throwing the N-word around yeah. like it was Christmas. <laughs> I don't know why you throw it around on Christmas, but <laughs> it depends on what happens. Tis the season. What oh, happens at your house, I guess. Oh. Uh, I have some audio, some good audio from a couple different ladies. We've got Reba McIntyre, who I guess they had the uh, big uh, Academy Award, uh, Country Music Awards. Oh, I don't know how you say that. <laughs> uh, the other night, and uh, she took a shot at the awards for uh, the not having any women for the mm. Entertainer of the Year thing. Here is some audio from that. Here's old Reba. <laughs> It snowed in Las Vegas just a few weeks ago. Yeah. It was so cold it froze us women out of Entertainer of the Year. (laughs) But you know what? That didn't bother Casey Musgraves because she's been too busy carrying all her Grammys around. (laughs) I got to tell you. Uh, that country accent to me is just so. And really, she really leans into it too. Yeah. Like, I, I know, man. that didn't bother Casey Musk. That didn't bother Casey Musk, right? <laughs> Because she's too busy eating raccoon pie. That didn't bother Casey Musgraves because she's been too busy carrying all her Grammys around. You know that at home she's like. That didn't bother Casey Musgrave because she's very busy doing it. Like that, she talks totally normal. Gets in front of an audience. I don't do 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 skidoo do do. Keith Urban was the one who won Entertainer of the Year last night. So I guess it's been. I I, I don't know whether he's won before or not. But congratulations, uh-huh. Keith Urban. As long as it's not a lady, we're all happy. <laughs> uh, and then the View. I know Gia's a big fan of the View. I love it. Variety posted audio from The View in 2006 where uh, Elizabeth Hasselbeck has a uh, full-on meltdown. She was mad about being reprimanded by Barbara Walters. Uh, She ripped her note cards in half and did all this stuff. Went to commercial break, and she went crazy, and Joy Behar tried to calm her down. Now, I don't know why this is making news. It's from 2006. (laughs) I think it's just so it it leaked out now. And she's also on a book tour, Elizabeth Hasselbeck, and that's uh, why she's getting some publicity right now. uh, It was funny because I was watching this, and I was like, I didn't know Barbara Walters was still on there, but of course this is from 13 years ago. But uh, we have it up on Bone TV, so you can see it. And then everybody, they show. Oh, hey, stop! Hold on, sorry, Joey. Uh, if you can back that up, they have the interview with like them talking, and then they have the audio, and you can kind of read the transcript. Here we go, Joey. Three, two, one. Everybody has strong opinions, and there are many other arguments that other people could give you. I think the most important thing, which is what we see today, is we've got to be able to have these discussions and listen to other people's opinions, and not go so crazy that you don't listen to anybody's opinions. I heard everything you said. I just am emphatic with... I barely started. And it's not just my opinion, but... We have to go on, and we have to learn how to discuss these things in some sort of rational way. Let's see what Sally Field thinks. We'll be right back with Sally Field. Now, here we go. that. I'm not going to sit there and get reprimanded on the air. I am not going to get reprimanded on No, it's not okay to sit there and get reprimanded on the air. You know what? I've been... Then, then talk. If you want to talk... I know. What the... I'm not going back out there. Right, I'm not come going come back out there. Come into my office here. No, I'm not here. going back out there. You know what? I can take it in the meeting room. I'm not okay. taking it out there on air. Okay, honey. I'm not taking it. I, I, I hear what you're saying. What the f***? I don't even swear. She has me swearing. This woman's driving me nuts. 
I know. I know. Don't, 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 don't. I'm not going. I'm not going back. I can't do the show like this. She just reprimanded me. She knew exactly what she was doing. I know. Goodbye. I'm off. Right about that in the New York Post. Oh, Crazy, man! Uh, uh, I don't know why it brings me joy to watch somebody melt down like that. That I just don't understand the stuff that they're digging up from. They're, they're doing this to everybody. They're digging up stuff from years and years and years ago. Oh, look at this person! Okay, she freaked out a little bit. Is that Lisa Loeb sitting next to Barbara yes, Walters? Yes, I love Lisa. <laughs> yeah. I love Lisa Loeb. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Whether, Poor Elizabeth. I don't know if The View is still on. I don't know if Elizabeth Hasselbeck is still on The View. She was just recently on The View oh, promoting she? her book, yeah. Nice. I used to watch The View a lot. Uh, that doesn't sound <laughs> really? Why? Yeah. When, when, uh, when Rosie O'Donnell was on oh. with Elizabeth Hasselbeck, they would fight every single day. Yeah. And for some reason, I got wrapped up in watching them fight. You just like watching girls fight, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There is The View, and that was like the first one and became popular, and it had women sitting around the table discussing all the different things. And then there was The Talk, yeah, which the, had Sharon Osbourne and uh, Melissa Gilbert, right? Was that The Talk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what is the show that's on in the afternoon? The Real. The Real. Ugh. <laughs> I, the Real. I hate that show. Looks like it is an SNL sketch. <laughs> it is unbelievable. Whatever they say, they're like, oh, and then this person, girl, let me tell you something. Yes. And then everyone goes crazy and they go, oh, girl, girl talk happening. <laughs> I saw it. I was getting, I was getting like car work done and it was on the thing. I didn't try to watch it, but I, I like was watching and I go, is this a joke? <laughs> like, is this really on TV? Yeah. It was unbelievable right that's right and like one of them went over to a podium and it was like oh it's real girl talk here we go (laughs) and she started yelling about uh, it was unbelievable anybody who watches that you should eat a bullet the only only talk show that we need is ellen's ellen's show is perfect i gotta tell you i like ellen degeneres but she's hard to look at man (laughs) oh you don't like i used to have a crush on ellen degeneres she looks like an old cartoon bird she (laughs) she is she is getting older i will say she's uh it's just a weird look now yeah she's in her 60s yeah i I get it but you know that that little boy haircut those big eyes and the ears and everything and Oh, uh, I don't know. Like a bird? <laughs> yeah. It, it's a weird look. It is. I like her, though. I think she's very funny, and she's very talented, and we're luckily not just basing it all on her look. <laughs> yeah. Uh, social media has dominated the last 15 years of our lives. Has it been that long? 15 years? I guess so. Uh, but has it made our lives better? According to a new Wall Street Journal poll, the majority of us aren't sure that it has. Here are some stats about uh, ongoing relationship with social media. Six in ten Americans don't trust Facebook to protect their personal information, and nor should you, because it seems like they're giving anything away. Uh, Only 6% said that they trusted a lot or quite a bit. 57% of us think sites like Facebook and Twitter do more to divide our country than unite it. Certainly, that's all that it's there for, Mm -hmm. is for people to bicker and fight and have no name, and they're not being held accountable for what they say. Uh, 55% think social media helps spread lies and falsehoods more than educate us against misinformation. Now, this is interesting. I saw somebody who commented on that uh, AOC lady, and they were like, is she an idiot? She's the dumbest in the world, blah, blah, blah. And they were commenting on a parody account. It wasn't even her saying the stuff. Fantastic. It was a joke about her saying dumb stuff. Which Fantastic. Is, listen, I think she says some dumb stuff, but this was clearly a parody account, and you're so dumb 
that you're calling her dumb, right. yep. but you're commenting on a parody account. Unreal. Watch out. Yeah. Uh, 82% of us admit that social media is a huge time waster in general. Yes. Totally. There's times where I'm sitting there just scrolling through my phone. By the way, while the TV's on, not watching <laughs> yeah. whatever's on TV, yeah. just scrolling through it, and then I'm like, it's 7 o'clock already? What, uh-huh. what happened? <laughs> How did this happen? Uh, uh, despite all that, 69% of people in the poll said that they'll still check social media at least once a day. Mm-hmm. Once a day. Yeah. Uh, although 42% of us have tried to limit our social media uh, use to uh, use in the last two years. Have you done that? Have you been like, uh, listen, Saturdays, got to put our phones down? I took the apps off my phone one time because I was doing too much. Did you? So I thought if I just have to go to the computer, then I won't do it as much. Here's the thing, though, especially with our job, is social media helps us a lot because there's a lot of events that happen that we find out, you know, and interacting with people and letting people know where we're going to be and that type of stuff. I follow, like, a lot of breaking news accounts and stuff like that, and that's how I find things out. Yeah, because whenever Bret Hart got tackled, I sent that to Mike in New York. He hadn't seen it yet. He didn't know because it had just happened, and I saw it on there, and I was like, hey, did you see anything about this? He was like, holy cow. I'm always surprised that you're not on Facebook. Like, you've been able to hold out and not join Facebook. I don't need it, right? Yeah. I mean, is there no, any... anymore. Yeah, I mean, I have Twitter, and I have yeah. Instagram, and yeah. I also have uh, ZipZoink, and I have... <laughs> what was the one that we all jumped on? Oh, I don't know. I didn't get on that one. It was... Zip, what the hell was zip. it? Uh, no, 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 the that's, real one. That's my, I'm talking about the. It was something with a Z, wasn't it? Vero, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good memory. The next, the next big thing, right? Yeah. So I got my name on there, and then I don't know even what it was. I, I, it went away. It was so hard to understand. Yeah, it was weird. It was like Twitter, but with. But it's like how uh, Facebook used. I don't know if they still do the poking where you could poke somebody. Yeah. Vero yeah. had where you could. Accommodate somebody or something. Uh, I don't even whoa. know what it was. It was like, yeah. what? It sounds sexual. I don't know what's going on. Have any of you guys seen that Google documentary that's on Netflix or Hulu or one of those? Or about no. how like, it well, talks about social media and Google. So I didn't realize this, but I guess uh, a lot of uh, social media is run through Google. And if you use like Google Chrome and all that, so they take all of our information. Oh, sure. And there's a lot of uh, uh, computer science philosophy guys who are saying that it's terrible for the world in general, especially Americans, because everything is funneled through like. 80 dudes in a room that control your Google searches and what comes up in your algorithm, what comes up on Facebook. It's a very interesting documentary because a lot of people's opinions about the world are swayed by these oh, sure. this one room of guys in Google. Yeah. yeah. It's nuts, man. And if you read it, even if it's on social media and even if it's coming from an uncredible source, well, I, it's, yeah. I read it. It's got to be true. I was reading up on stuff like that, and they were saying it even goes as far as when you try to go out of your way to research something. Yeah, you can't. They can still sway the information yes. that you're pulling up, trying to research and get more information. 100%. They're giving you the wrong information, trying to sway you one way or the other, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, finally, in news, the website nameoftheyear.com just released its annual March Madness-style bracket featuring the strangest names that have been in the news in the past year. Most of them are real names. A few are people who have changed their names. Uh, the winner is usually announced around May 1st, so something to look forward to. Here's some of the best ones that were on there for real people's names that have been in the news in the last year. Kermit Sprinkles. <laughs> Ionosphere Torres. Pretzel Monte Carlo. Manchester United MacGyver, <laughs> uh, Tushna Commiserate, Iroberto Popcan, Shaky Sherpa, Dr. Trennington Outhouse, 
Uh, sincere friends, and sincere is spelled S-Y-N, <laughs> like that. Uh, surrender, surrender nada. This is an interesting one. Jizzy Shorts. <laughs> nope. Uh, this person's first name is Apollo Creed. Last name Gardner. Apollo Creed Gardner. <laughs> Dr. Trent Artichoke. Yeah. Hello, I'm Storm Duck. <laughs> uh, Alpha Omega Nickelberry the Third. <laughs> Nickelberry's great in any any yeah. sense. Pope Thrower. <laughs> Corey Fastlane. Candy Button Disco. <laughs> An elastical Denzel Washington. Yes. Yeah. So if you want to use any of those names when you check into a hotel, hello, I'm Dr. Trent Artichoker. <laughs> I want to party with Corey Fastlane. <laughs> Corey yeah. Fastlane knows what's up. Storm Duck's pretty cool, too. Well, is it Gary Nickelberry? <laughs> I am uh, I am Pretzel Monte Carlo. <laughs> so there you go. That is it for news. Uh, all right. It is uh, 8.07 on the Mike Kelta Show. Let's give some stuff away. Yes. What do we have, Carmen? I know you have Yep. We have uh, 311 and Dirty Heads. You may want to see that. That's happening in August. 97X has their uh, backyard barbecue at Coachman Park in May. Adam Sandler, ooh, is coming to the Emily Re- 